What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Peace and blessings. What's up, everyone? I am BB Nicole. Peace and blessings. I'm totally trend. And welcome back to the Beauty Vault. Hey. For everyone who's not used to seeing my face, I'm BB Nicole, salon owner, as well as founder of DHG Pro University. All right, girlfriend. And I'm totally trend. <laughs> CEO, and I'm also going to be your co-educator at DHG Pro University, bringing you natural hair care. Yes. yes, yes. All right, guys, we're super, super excited to be before you guys. If you haven't seen our faces before, we like to first just welcome you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, listening, tuning in, or watching us on Facebook, Tonight's going to be a good show. We're super excited. We're going to jump right into some things. So tonight on the Beauty Vault, our hot topic is what happened to the shampoo services? <laughs> so we're going to get into that. We're going to basically figure out if um, we're going to basically figure out if we're saying bye to shampoo services altogether, what that means for the beauty industry and what that means for you. So if you want to find out, continue watching the show. All right, so first things first, guys. Let's just set the mood and set the tone. Trend, you ready? You ready? Let's go ahead and check in with everybody. Y'all already know we check in on the Beauty Vault. We have a part of our show where we kind of just check in, set the tone, and set the mood for the show. And we're going to get into that right now. I will start. First and foremost, I am sipping on a lime sunrise with some what are these blackberries inside? So that's that, it's refreshing. Um, so yeah, what you sipping on, Trin? I am sipping on coconut pineapple body armor. Mm, hydration. <laughs> I'm getting hydrated. Okay. So um, before we check in, can we talk about last week's show real quick just to just how was that? That was our first um, audience. We want to know how you guys um, enjoyed that video. It was like one of our top view videos. How you felt about the show trend? Just to like, whew, just before we get into the swing of things. Well, I don't know if you guys noticed. We were recording from 3 a.m. to like 6 something a.m. Actually, it might have been like 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. So we were definitely like walking zombies. Overall, though, I feel like it was a success. Everybody mm -hmm. came through with great energy, participated very well. Uh, shout out to all my sisters. Shout out to Slim, Kelly, Coco, TT. Uh, appreciate y'all swinging through. Uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun. I did I'm too. I'm doing it again. Having more guests on the show. I am freaking, honestly, I was kind of happy it was over with because, you know, that was new for us. So that was giving me anxiety to talk about anything that's not like beauty related, like yeah. getting into cultural topics and more personal topics. Girl, I was just like, oh, I cannot wait for this to be over. But I'm glad we did it because it definitely kind of like pushed me to like getting more comfortable, especially with like our audience seeing us outside of just our professional roles, like, cause we're humans and we're definitely doing this show to show that we're human and show that we're not robots. You know, we have lives and personalities outside of the beauty industry, even though that's how we make our bread and that's the industry we adore. We're people too. So it was just interesting to kind of 
dive into like the the cultural stuff and just hot topics things outside of beauty that was kind of cool so i do think that i'm going to um i do want to address some of the things that i said on the podcast um do you really yes yes, in reference to some personal things we don't have to get into it today but i do just want to put a disclaimer out that um some of the information that i put out there could be misleading so i do want to have a chance to just verify and specify exactly what i was talking about and whom i was talking about and i will make time to do that soon shout out to the shout out to my family because i love y'all so much and i want to make sure that i represent you guys well so i will be making time to go back and specify yeah i like that um because i like that idea because um I feel like what we do is very impactful, especially with being on a show. Sorry, guys. So I feel like everything we do kind of represents and affects everybody attached to us, like our relationships, our parents. Once you kind of put yourself on the spotlight, you kind of open yourself up to like so many different things. And we have to, even though we're representing ourselves at all times, we're kind of representing our unit, our family, our business, all these things. Guys, we're trying to balance it. So. We'll definitely find time, especially when we jump into more cultural things or more just off beauty topic things. We'll definitely kind of make sure we get that address. And even if you pop in, you know, however, we're going to make sure it gets done for sure. Yeah, for sure. So um, I want to go ahead and check in because how we feeling today? (laughs) It's okay, whatever. That's how you my sister. How you feeling today? I'll start. I am tired. I am ready to have an amazing show because I mean, we're on the beauty ball. Hello. Um, but I'm tired and I'm excited to get this show going. We are still trying to perfect the show, perfect the schedules, perfect the time. And we're really giving it our all. So claps to us it's been a struggle but we're getting it done so i am a little tired but i'm super excited about this topic so i'm ready to get into it how you feeling tonight i feel the same way i feel like there's been a lot of talk about what's what happened to my shampoo service what's going on why these stylists out here they don't want to wash my head y'all lazy or yo yo you don't got no hot water What's going on? I tell credentials. What is happening? Why can't I get my hair shampooed? But I'm mm-hmm. really, really excited to talk about it. Um, Me, too. Me too. You know, I've been working like a Jamaican slave today, but, <laughs> but I really okay. always find the energy for the beauty ball. Like, yeah. I could be dead tired, but I really get excited about coming in and talking with you guys and um, networking with you guys sharing the information that I have. Yeah. Being here, being on a platform with my bestie, like. (laughs) We we here to do what we gotta do. So how about this? I'm definitely ready to, we wanna set a timer for 30 minutes and see how it go. It's whatever. It's whatever. We'll start it at 30 minutes. We'll see how it's flowing. Um, So let me set that. Cause we always wanna manage our time. We're trying to do what we gotta do up in here. So. You already know what we got to do. Y'all in here with us? Who's in here with yes. us? Yes, how are you guys? Hey, everyone. Good evening. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling tonight? We just skipped over the... I, what are we going to call them, Trin? We don't even have a name for our for our people. I guess we'll figure that out later. 
Are you going on to Facebook to see what's going on? <laughs> yes, because I think what's happening is my mm -hmm. privacy is set to only me. Yep. <gasps> and so I need to set it where everyone can see. And now it's fixed. Okay. Okay. We got it. We got it. Yeah, we in there now. Sorry, y'all. See, know one day we're is. manifesting production. We're manifesting team. We're manifesting someone from behind the scenes. Because let me tell you something. Uh, we've definitely underestimated what it takes to run a show, but we are figuring it out every week, but we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Oh, I also wanted to talk about today's CC Me segment. As you guys know, a couple episodes back, we introduced a new segment on the show, which is the CC Me Controversy and Combo. It's pretty much where we talk about things that are engaging or trending or controversial, um, in regards to the beauty industry or just our culture culture in general. So today's CC Me segment topic is, is it against the law for stylists to not offer shampoo services? You guys will find out that and much more in this episode. So I think it's time we go ahead and get into it. We're about nine minutes in. I think we can get into the tea. Let's so let's go ahead and see. Hold on, guys. Let's see. Let's keep us on track. So I wanted to kind of like, I wanted to talk about like, everyone knows what shampoo services are. I don't have to explain what they are, but I want both of us to kind of take our time and kind of run down why a shampoo service is important or was important because I don't know your stance on it. I don't know if you feel like they're mandatory, gotta be done, but I'll just start with me. So. Basically, shampoo ser services at deluxehairgallery.com. For the ones that don't know. <laughs> Basically, shampoo services at my salon are definitely mandatory. They're like, it's a part of like the luxury experience for my clients. So a lot of the services that I offer um, are going to be like hair care services to where I'm treating your hair, I'm styling your hair. Sometimes I am doing extensions. Most of the time I'm doing hair extensions, micro lengths, right? So I usually have to do a shampoo so I can just kind of analyze the scalp, make sure their hair is thriving. I also have to see like their curl pattern or their hair texture a lot of the times too, because I have to texture match um, clients to extensions. So nine times out of 10, majority of the time, I have to offer a hair extension service. I mean, excuse me, I have to offer a shampoo service for my clients. So do you feel that, um, do you feel like a shampoo service is important? Is it important to your salon? It's definitely an important service at GHG. <laughs> so how you feel about that? Here at Totally Trend, um, I definitely offer the service to each and every single one of my clients. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's very, very important to start with a fresh canvas and who's going to get it fresher than me. You know what I mean? So okay. definitely offer them to all of my clients, but I will be transparent and honest and say that every single one of my clients does. I don't watch every single one of my clients. I do okay. have some clients that are braid clients that come to get exactly. uh, braid services that mm -hmm. do come washed, mm -hmm. but if they do come, and they want me to service and give them a shampoo service, it's included. It's not an extra fee and yeah. I have no problem doing so. Okay. So like for most of your braid clients, cause I know it varies. Like for me, I do more so like 
I know you do hair care as well, but I do like hair care. So sometimes people have to even book me for a shampoo, condition, blow dry, just to prep them for braids. And also with your clients, as far as like their braids, is there a reason why you feel like you just don't require it or you, you don't need it? Is it because they're not like your main clients, they're only coming for braids? Or like, how does that work? Do you feel like you're shampooing your regulars more um, versus people who come to you? Or you're not shampooing your regulars either that only wear braids? How does that work? Um, I would say that 91% uh, of my guests, I do shampoo. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I do have some, I do have some regulars that do come already shampooed, already come blowed out. Um, I have some clients that have me as their braider mm -hmm. and they have another stylist who they've been going to for a while that may do treatments on their hair or do press um, okay. flat irons and presses. Yeah. I do all of the above, but like I said, as long as you're coming and I notice that you have a yeah. clear, a clean um, canvas, yeah. I'm okay. Before you your you. service starts, I'm going to evaluate your scalp. Hi, Mm -hmm. Say hi. hi. <laughs> Before I uh, start your hi, service, mommy. during the consultation, uh-huh. Uh -huh. I'm going to evaluate your scalp. Mm -hmm. As long as I don't see anything white, yellow, crunchy, flaky, oh, you're gonna take care of it. Funky, mm -hmm. you're good. You know, I do trust that we as uh that we're able to come get Maria, please. Mm -hmm. Trusted. Well, I'll take over for a second. Yeah. So, um, like for me, um, so in the salon, uh, the reason why I feel like shampoo services are kind of mandatory is like my clients are really, honestly, they're spoiled. You know, my clients are spoiled. They're used to like a luxury experience. They pretty much show up. They're not wanting to comb their hair, detangle their hair none of that they want a luxury experience and that is what they're getting you know what i mean um so like i was saying you know my people definitely they're waiting on that experience they're you know paying for it they're expecting it so it's like something i cannot even like i couldn't even think to not offer it you know what i mean so i'm just ready to get into like we're, guys we're going to kind of talk along like we're trying to get perspective we're trying to kind of we're speaking about our own experience as far as like the shampoo services and why they're disappearing. So we're kind of just speculating between um, if you guys are stylists or hairstylists and you do or don't offer shampoos, please let us know why. Because we're going to kind of dive into what we believe is going on and the trends that we foresee happening in the beauty industry in regards to what services are going to look like in the future. Um, but yeah, we want to know. We want to hear from you guys and we want to know your perspective, you know? So I feel like um, I also wanted to kind of like talk about why we think the service may be like doing it. Like, why do we feel like the services are kind of, it's becoming more and more common to not offer it? Like what, if you could think of any reason, what do you think it would be? Um, I can think of a few reasons. One, uh, it takes, um, uh, for me, my mm -hmm. shampoos are at least 20 minutes. Sometimes my... it's 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, deep conditioner, treatments, things like that, combing your hair. I deal with natural hair clients. So yeah. I'm all the way from 
the ones to the fours, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and we're talking four C textures. I deal yeah. with it all. So sometimes the detangling process, we're talking about 45 minutes just mm-hmm. for the shampoo process. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not including the service. I do mm-hmm. a lot of braids. Those take me anywhere starting at about four hours for some of the styles up to eight hours sometimes. Right. So um, maybe some of the stylists aren't doing the shampoos to cut down on the mm-hmm. time. Um, you know what I mean? I do know that in the state of North Carolina, Mm -hmm. um, that it is not a requirement to shampoo your clients. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to guess that it could be the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or even the location. I work from home. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there are other braiders or stylists that are out there that do work from home as well, mm-hmm. but their sink may not be like mine. I have a double sink is super deep. The mm-hmm. pressure on my nozzle is extremely high pressure. Mm-hmm. So I believe that I could provide a really, really great wash house experience at my house, but other stylists may not have, mm-hmm. may not have that set up. So I'll yeah. just... I'll just give them the benefit of a doubt of that. Yeah, I feel like um, shampoos um, are leaving. I feel like, number one, I don't know if, because my thing is this, you got to think about it. Like, I feel like it could be like a lack of credentials. It could be like the type of services that stylists are, you know, offering um, while they're dwindling. You know what I mean? While people aren't offering it as much. I feel like. I'm not, I don't necessarily know for sure, but I also was thinking like, it could be like at the request of the client. Like some clients come in, I've had one or two clients that come in and they already kind of shampoo their hair because they want the time to go faster. They're like, right, I got to get up out of here. So, um, I mean, I feel like that's a reason too. It also could be, I don't know. I definitely feel like it's also expensive. Let's be honest, the products we're using is is very expensive. So I can uh, understand. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I feel like that's a uh-huh. reason that um, some stylists may not be offering shampoo services. Like I know for me, I go through like shampoo within a week and I use very expensive stuff. So I can only imagine for new entrepreneurs and new stylists that are kind of managing booth rent, managing buying product, managing, you know, marketing and all these things. I can see how the costs can be going up for them. Um, I don't know. I, I, I personally feel like I couldn't sacrifice the shampoos as a service, but I get why people are. Um, I have a question for the audience too, guys, because I don't want to forget about y'all. So what are y'all experiencing like, and what are y'all expectations? So when you go to a salon, are you expecting to get a shampoo or with your look, have you not been getting that experience, but you would like it? How are y'all feeling and how, how are y'all feeling with the beauty industry? How are y'all feeling with the direction things are going? I see this topic all the time. I see people talking about it. I always kind of peek people having discussions about the beauty industry, mostly from the consumer side. I see their complaints and their requests for change and stuff like that. But I feel like it's not reaching it's not reaching the masses. It's not reaching who it needs to reach. I feel like hairstylists need to be aware. Um, they need to be aware of like what the consumer wants. You know what I mean? So I would love to hear. True, but at the same time, in my opinion, you know, you mm-hmm. still have clients, guests that 
also are maybe not taken in consideration, you know, some how long it take. Well, since we're, we're, um, since we're bringing up, uh, pros and cons, (laughs) how you feeling? What would you say? Some, we'll just move over to the segment where we're talking about like the positive and negatives of having to shampoo in the salon. We're just going to talk about it. Um, we're stylists. We can give our honest opinion and feedback. What would you say that some pros of offering a shampoo service? What, what do you feel like the, um, pros of the service is? Oh, there's, there's hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. Like you have listed the hygiene, relaxation, convenience, Mm -hmm. you know, gives us time to look at the scalp and see if you need to see a dermatologist, you know, if you got some scalpatitis going on up there. (laughs) Uh, Not scalpatitis. You know what I'm saying? You got a little, uh overgrowth going on 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 Mm -hmm. your scalp there just gives us an opportunity to see what's going on um my clients love my shampoo that's probably one of their uh favorite parts about the the shampoo part um so many pros i mean the health of your hair if you have a stylist that's passionate about the hair care you're literally like myself i only use the best Mm -hmm. i use two or three different shampoos just for your shampoo, different mm-hmm. types of shampoos, because you need to clarify. Mm-hmm. And after you clarify, you got to moisturize and you may need a specific technique if you're doing a uh, press, silk presses and things like that, you might want to incorporate a different, uh, uh, an additional moisturizing shampoo yeah. or smoothing shampoo. Yeah. Um, so there are so many cons. I mean, there's so many oh. pros. Like, how, like, how can you go wrong with the shampoo unless you're one not using the correct products? You don't know what you're you don't know what you're using and why. I mean, um, as far as like a stylist, as far as this being a part of our job, this this like the pressure being so high for us to offer shampoo services. Like for me, I feel like the a pro of offering a shampoo service is like just for the client. our clients get to. I feel like my my clients a pro. For, for offering a shampoo in my salon is we've kind of made it an experience for them. I feel like a pro of offering a shampoo service, I personally believe you can kind of set the bar as far as like the styling experience. Like it, I want to shout out Chic and Unique Salons because that's where I work. And uh, Michelle over there, she has really like set the tone and set the atmosphere. Our whole shampoo room is like a service within itself. It's, it's like kind of like a spa. It has like the flowers, the sounds, the lit up shampoo um, spray nozzles. So I feel like the relaxation is definitely there. And just thinking of like the, from a consumer's angle, they get to relax um, and decompress for the day. So I always feel like you're setting the tone, you're setting the bar when you have a nice shampoo. I also feel like, um, just like you were saying, you're able to see what's in the hair. For me, that's my time to really just kind of create like a hair care plan for my clients because hair care is really important where I'm at. And I feel like um, whenever you're, you know, shampooing the scalp and kind of talking to the client about their needs and their concerns, you can better kind of create like a, a plan for them and better assess the hair and analyze the scalp, kind of like some of the things that you said. Um, but I feel like, you know, you pretty much answered most of like the positive things of a shampoo service i want to move into the cons because as a stylist i do kind of i do get a little bit tired of shampoos and i'm gonna tell you why (laughs) 
So I feel like some cons are, I deal with completely natural hair, curly, literally about less than, about 1% of my clients have a relaxer. So you're spending 20 something minutes. I feel like I'm spending 30 minutes or more at the shampoo bowl. You know, my clients, they, like I said, they're, they're spoiled, they're treated well, they're pampered. So I do everything, I detangle it. I'm doing everything that I need to do in here. So that can take me anywhere from 30, 30 minutes to do a really good shampoo, depending on what we have to do. And a lot of my clients have thick and long hair. So my shampoos don't be about five to 20 minutes as much as I wish they were. Now I'm not just running water or nothing, but sitting them up, going through their hair. All of my clients, if you're on here, you guys can attest to how thorough and vigorous the shampoo and the detangling process is. So I feel like, it takes a lot of damn time. And not only that, I do extensions too. So just depending on the services, I might be washing extensions. I might be washing hair. I might be washing both in the same service. So I get tired of shampooing sometimes. If there was a way, if I didn't offer the services I offered, I probably would be like, come on up in here as you are. <laughs> I probably would. Um, but how do you feel? What would be some cons to you? Do you ever get tired of it? Do you prefer when your clients come already shampooed or what do you prefer most? All of my clients are natural as well. Yeah. Uh, the minimum time on someone whose hair is natural and maybe about this short, it could average about 20 minutes, but yeah, that's the minimum for my The shampoo. minimum, okay, yeah. So um, most of my clientele, I, I would say about at least 60%, 65% of my clientele are locks. So yeah. that's automatically clarify, clarify, moisturize, moisturize. Um, that's a lot of wear and tear on my back. I'm bending mm -hmm. over. I am squeezing. Oh, baby, don't I know it. <laughs> I'm squeezing the buildup out of your locks. You know, I'm pulling the shampoo through. I'm getting in there. Making sure that all, you know, really getting in there. So my shoulders, my fingers, my back, mm -hmm. everything is incorporated when I'm shampooing. So that would probably be the biggest con for me as mm -hmm. far as the shampooing goes. It's just the wear and tear that it has on my body before I've even started to really service your hair. Exactly, it's a lot of work. Hair, like I've already put in a lot of work on my body. I just agree. A, um, really really great wash house experience it's tiring it can be real tiring like as a um, stylist the other con that i have would probably be um the amount of money that i spend i spend a lot of money just on your shampoos yeah um transparent moment mm -hmm. there i don't use a shampoo that's less than 16 bucks you know and that's that's just one of the shampoos. So yeah. if I'm telling you I use two or three different shampoos for already. that, I've already spent $30, $40 exactly. just to shampoo your hair. And yeah. you know, on a tangent, you have clients that you guys are wanting those shampoos, but some of you guys are also complaining about the price that you're paying for the service. Yeah, we have you to. Gotta take, you know, that could be a con as well. You know, like um, ha having to kind of like, uh, that's a whole nother topic. Um, having to deal with that type of situation, but I totally get it. I get that for sure. I agree as far as like the product. Um, I, I feel like 
I don't even, I feel like I'm at the point where I kind of don't even look at the price. It's kind of like gas. Like, what are you going to do? Not get it? So I don't even really look at the price anymore. I just know it's a big, a big expense from, for my company as well. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of wear and tear that, that comes with our job, but I definitely, I don't know. I definitely just feel like we, our bodies go through a lot. So I hope stylists, I hope you guys are taking care of yourself and definitely charging your worth. But that's a topic for another day. I, I want to ask you, what do you feel, what do you feel like services are going to look like in the future? As far as like in the beauty industry, do you think we're going to get out of like, doing a lot of traditional things we're used to doing like shampoo and um, hair do you feel like things are gonna kind of go in another direction how you feel about it do you feel like it's only I gonna be like i feel like the fact that i've been in the industry over 15 years and i'm still offering shampoos mm -hmm. um no it's not a require uh actually yeah every single one of my service includes a shampoo yeah, but if you come and you're already washed and i evaluate and you clean good. It don't matter. So like, you don't. I'm going to always, yeah, I'm going to always, I mean, that's just a part of cosmetology school. That's something that mm -hmm. we learn in cosmetology school. We, yeah. you want to start with a fresh canvas. So if I have a client that comes and I realize that they may not have the ability to clean, they might have, hey, y'all, I washed my, I washed my hair for you, you know, to take time and I'm going in and I'm seeing stuff that I ain't supposed to see. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shampoo you. Yeah. So the reality is I feel like us as stylists, you have integrity with you do always offer it um have the ability to offer it. I don't feel like I'ma just speak for myself. It's not going anywhere for me. Okay. I feel like if you're a really, really great stylist and you have integrity with what you do, you're gonna have integrity. You're gonna have passion about the health of the hair. And yeah. the health the healthiness of the hair starts with the shampoo. It does. It starts with the shampoo. It so does. if you're working on a um, healthy hair journey, you're working on towards a healthy hair journey or healthy mm -hmm. hair regimens, mm -hmm. your shampoos, what you use as far as your shampoo is super duper important. Your mm -hmm. conditioners are important. Your deep conditioners are important. Your leave-ins are important. Yeah. Your wash house experience is super important. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's ever going out of style. Um, but I do feel like some of the that the shampoo is what's going to end up setting us aside from the others. I'm just. I agree. So I want to talk about like okay. So I don't I don't know because I brought it up to you before um, as like maybe I don't you may not remember so I don't want to use that reference but I feel that just from seeing how tech is coming into. The beauty industry, I feel that, I don't know if shampoos will go out of style, but I feel like things are gonna change in the beauty industry, especially the way costs, um, the way services are priced and things like that. There's a new technology that's like kind of really making rounds in the industry. It's called, well, I ain't even gonna say what it's called because I don't do promotion for other companies when I am paid, but I do want you guys to know that this, they're proposing to stylists, to me and you, um, they're proposing another type of paying scale. Um, you know how a lot of salons are, shampoo is included, this is included, and then you have a la carte style pricing and service list. This is basically trying to get the beauty industry to kind of elevate and use a different um, pay scale to where it's based off of services, uh, and it was based off of labor and parts. 
or labor and products used. So I feel like this is a great little plug in to talk about the industry. I feel like if it catches on, if this technology catches on, the beauty industry is going to kind of change and be similar to like the automotive industry and any other type of industry where you're paying for a service and time but you're also paying for what you use. And I'll give you an example of how something like that would work. So say you have a color client who comes in. So um, instead of pricing color the same for all people or adding on the shampoo or adding on this and that, they kind of have um, a method to where you are having like set rates, like how long it's going to take you. And then the clients pay for how much product they use. So that's going to vary from stylist to stylist from client to client. So if you have thick long hair, you're no longer getting the same price as someone who's using less product than you. Um, and I'm gonna tell you on the back end, again, I just don't wanna throw out no plugs cause we ain't got no sponsorships yet. Not yet. <laughs> um, but I feel that the industry may move over to more of a, your, your rates, rates in parts or labor in parts. I feel like that's the direction it's going. So, I feel like, you know, people are going to eventually be paying for the products that they're using because um, that's going to vary person to person anyway. They're basically saying like uh, everyone shouldn't get the same price. And I don't necessarily disagree with that. So you feel like things are going to remain the same. You feel like shampoos are going to stay around. I feel like shampoos are going to stay around, but I feel like the industry is kind of changing and the pricing scale is going to look a little different in the future. And if people catch on or like it or agree to it, I feel like it might come off a little more fair, to be honest, um, because half the time people have a flat rate and just like you had a client, you might use a little bit of color on this client or a little bit of shampoo conditioner on this client versus using half a damn bottle on someone else. So I feel like the industry is, shampoo is still gonna stay around, but I think the pay and the, pay and the service options are gonna be a little different. That's what I'm predicting. Um, I don't know, but I guess we will have to wait and see. <laughs> so I wanna, um, so do you have anything else to add to that? Or how you feeling? No. No, I just wanted to add that if you're feeling like you are using more product on one client than the other, then it's your responsibility as a stylist, as a professional, as a business owner to communicate that and yeah. charge that. I have mm -hmm. clients who, if I know that I'm going to use more, a little more color on you, I'm going to mm -hmm. communicate it with you and it's your, you know, going to need to pay a little bit more. Yeah, you I come, agree. So if your hair is going to require a lot more product because your stylist has communicated that during the consultation, mm -hmm. or you know that your locks all the way past your booty and you, you know, it's going to require more product. So yeah. charge, agree. you know. Because for me, what you deserve. Yeah, I agree. For me, like um, I do like starting prices, right? And then it increases. But I think, um, and I have to tell you more. I don't want to get too too much into it. But basically, what they're saying is, uh, it's trying to help you cover your back bar and trying to make sure stylists are making um, enough profit to cover that back bar because a lot of our back bar back bar costs are coming out of our profits, our take home, because we're not actually we thinking we're covering the cost of our back bar by raising our prices or adding a little bit more for this and that but their research and their technology is supposed to really hone down and save us more money and save um our clients from spending more than what they need to spend so 
I, I feel like I like what you're saying because it's true, but this technology is kind of basically saying even within raising your prices and trying to charge more for this and more for someone with thicker hair, it's still not quite making sense numbers wise. But I get what you're saying because that's what I do in my business. Uh, we'll talk about that later because I feel like it's one-sided because you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so well, I just want to, well, I come from a Paul Mitchell background. I come yes. from Paul Mitchell community. So mm -hmm. Um, in cosmetology school, we weighed everything. You paid for the amount of product that you use. So See, that's, they didn't do that that's at my background that I come from. I come so from uh, technology, I'm kind of like, that's kind of what I don't understand because mm -hmm. that's not new to me. Um, yeah. In the the background that I come from, if we're using, it's the base price starts with one ounce of mm -hmm color yeah once you use that one ounce it's communicated and you know that you're paying for every ounce that we use mm -hmm. additionally is that what you're communicating mm -hmm. yeah uh it's it's very similar to that but this this technology and this system has like all the color all the like pretty much all the products in salon centric they know how much each two costs each shampoo bottle costs so they're going to adjust and change the price according to the the industry so if the prices go up they're automatically going to go up so you're not having to go back every year and upgrade your prices it's it's not going to be based off of last year's prices so it is very similar you're measuring but it's more accurate you know what i mean it's it's more i would have to show you but it's, it's basically that um but a little more accurate and a, and a little more accurate so I would say, yeah, that's what it is. Um, so we got off on a tangent, y'all. I really kind of forgot they were here for a moment. But anyway, let's jump into our CC Me segment. We are halfway in this thing, coming to a close soon. So we ain't gonna spend a lot of time on this because our timer just went off. That's so funny. And we just now got to the CC Me, so that's even better. All right. so. The CC Me segment for this evening is it is against the is it against the law to refuse to offer shampoo services? And I will start with me. I am based in Georgia and it is actually against the law here to shampoo hair um, outside of a law. Um, out, oh my God, I can't even I got it written down. Basically, if you don't hold the credentials or you're, if you're not in a salon that is actually um, regulated by the state, basically have all their credentials to practice cosmetology, it is against the law in Georgia for anyone to shampoo if they don't hold their credentials. So what is the law in Charlotte? Like, um, I know you were getting into that earlier. Kind of refresh our memory on that. Uh... Because we, we, it's a little more strict here. So I know you were saying that it's not against the law for y'all, for, for, for us in Georgia, if you don't have the credentials, you can get in a lot of trouble, especially if the beauty police catch you. I you know think that go. you do. I honestly think that you do need to have credentials in mm -hmm. North Carolina when it comes to cleansing. Um, not sure all the there, way, but I'm I'm not sure. Okay, and I'm that's cool sure. too. I've I've had license for a very long time, right? So it's like we gotta worry about that. <laughs> but um, definitely to the audience, if you guys um are practicing doing hair and any of those things, make sure you guys check with your state, know your laws, protect your business, make sure that you're covered, make sure you're covering your clients, just make sure what you're allowed to do by law. 
because like I just said, you don't want the beauty police to come for you or report you or anything like that. And we're not here to like bash. That's never our intentions, but we definitely want you guys to be like, you know, well-equipped uh, because at the end of the day, we're part of the beauty industry. We're, at, we're educators in the beauty industry. So we definitely want the best for y'all. So definitely learn the laws on shampooing. So if you're in Georgia and you're shampooing and you don't have a license, you're technically kind of breaking the law. So you might need to know that. <laughs> um, again, for North Carolina, you got to run that back and figure that out. We'll drop that in the comments. But check with your state. Check with your city. Check and make sure you're not breaking any laws. Um, and, you know, continue operating your business as you see fit. Um, so I wanted to kind of end the show by kind of like, do you suggest any like workarounds for, well, first start with workarounds for stylists. Like if you say you don't have your credentials or say you cannot shampoo here, what, how, what are some ways they can work around that? Is there anything that they can recommend their clients do before coming to them? Like any like scalp treatments, anything they can do to prep their hair before a service? Do you do any holistic um, things? Um, I mean, I haven't, I will just speak from my own experience. Mm -hmm. um, let's say, for example, I, I I don't really have a get around. I just have I just have an experience as far as like I start locks. I, mm -hmm. I start your locks, and you need to shampoo before you come and see me. You know, you mm -hmm. really only need to shampoo, but it's not going to be time for a retwist. You need to cleanse yeah. your scalp. It's a little mm -hmm. itchy, which is semi-normal when you first um, <clears throat> get your, start your lock journey. Yeah. So what I'm going to do as your stylist, as your uh, your follow-up and your take-home instructions are going to be a step-by-step -step process mm -hmm. on how to wash your hair. I'm going to recommend the products for you. I'm going to go to Google Images. I'm either going to take a picture of the products and send it to you, or I'm going to send you... Uh, send you to Google Images with the name of the product, verify the product, and I'm going to give you step-by-step -step instructions on how to wash your hair. Yeah. Okay. Or another option could be one of your uh, I'm a, if let's say I wasn't licensed mm -hmm. but you live in my community mm -hmm. and you're licensed, mm -hmm. I could build a relationship with you by communicating with my guests. Yeah. With you and arranging a shampoo service Mm -hmm. um, for my guests with the licensed professional and then do, you know, continue the service. But gotcha. I'm, I'm want to assume that if it's illegal to wash somebody's hair, that it would might be illegal to provide a service for someone's hair as well. If you don't you have, you know, what's crazy is you need to look into as well. It's, you know, it's crazy in Georgia. They can braid, they can, um, put wigs on, uh, natural styling is really just honestly, if they have, they don't have the license, all they can really do is kind of like what you can do with like a natural styling license. So I was even thinking like for someone who's in that position and they, you know, don't want to compromise their business. You can kind of like say if you're depending on what type of service you, you offer, if you're like someone that offers braids and things like that, you can teach your, um, people, you can recommend send them a video on how to like pre-pool your hair how to do like um apple cider vinegar deep rinses and things like on their hair like all these natural holistic things that they can do to cleanse their scalp without like compromising it too much because everybody should have like a little bit of like self knowing how to do some type of self-care for your hair so i feel that like 
would recommend also what you said is having a partnership with another stylist. Like I, I even feel like as braiders, we need to have form a partnership again because I feel like you know the. I'm running into an issue where the products that are being put on braids and stuff, it's just not working with, you know, what I got to do in the salon. That's what I'm running into. So I feel like, you know, that's off topic, but I feel like partnerships need to form. So, you know, if you are someone who don't have the credentials to shampoo, um, you definitely can build a relationship where you have somebody that takes care of their scalp or takes care of your clients, you know, hair and maintenance, and you just do the styling. That's that's a that's a thing that can be done too. You're not limited. Um, and also figure out a way to get your credentials. If you're already in the beauty industry, go get your credentials. Um, we can help you out over here at DHG Pro University. <laughs> not with your credentials, but with, with what you're doing after <laughs> you get your credentials. But please get your credentials. Um, please know what your credentials allow you to do. Please know your business. I mean, that's the best that we can kind of advise. Um, I guess we're going to conclude the show because our timer is up and we sticking to the time. We didn't get here on time, but we sticking to the time <laughs> because it's already so late. But um, I hope you guys enjoyed the segment. Um, we definitely will probably take a tackle at this um, and talk about this in future videos to kind of see where things have gone. You know, we're putting this out there and we'll check back in the future and see how it's going in the industry. I'm just always searching what's going on in the industry. I'm very kind of in in the in the blogs. I'm in all that those groups where they're discussing here things. So I'm always ready to kind of like discuss things and talk about things just to give another perspective and to also, you know, hear other people's perspective. I'm super interested in just you know learning more about the beauty industry as well sharing what's current and what's trending and i'm always seeing people complain about you know not getting shampoos i really just you know i hope you guys enjoyed this video i hope you guys enjoyed this show um yeah and i hope shampoo services stay around because i think they're very important i feel like in conclusion i feel like a shampoo service is necessary you will always be able to get one at deluxehairgallery.co. And I'm gonna pass it to my co-host so she can conclude her thoughts on the show and what we discuss and send you out the proper way. You said it all, girlfriend. You said everything. <laughs> well, it's late. You all, you guys already know. Um, well, if you don't know, we wanna welcome you guys to come back next Monday live at 9 30 p.m and that's a wrap thank you for tuning in guys and thank you for showing up and being my co-host you go get some rest you've had a long day and i'm gonna go do the same you guys take care y'all have a good night stay dope bye guys we'll see you next week on the beauty vault see you later